And we are back with another Black Widow Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. And this is David Malave. Hello. Uh, today's topic is called How to Deal with Client Approvals, which I think is fucking tight. It's a good good little title. Yeah. Um, and I think Dave had a good example of when and when not is it, approve, is it okay to share content, especially in the side of being a creator who's say a photographer or videographer is usually our audience that we're talking to. Right. <laughs> so give the example real quick, like a quick example of what this means. Uh, before we, I'll set it up after we roll the, uh, Grammy nominated song, yeah, that's true. but, uh, yeah, we should start we're just so talking much. about this, this, this is as this interesting gray area, especially in, in mu- when you're creating for like mu- musicians, or artists or whatever, but probably for anything in the sense of like, um, it, I should, I took, I created this content and I didn't sign anything, so I should be able to share it. Right. Right. And there's this there's this trade off between doing that and also the relationship with the client, understanding that they have they have control over what you can and can't post, also their image, and then trying to navigate through that. I think that's a good setup. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I didn't even I was honestly thinking about something else. I didn't even hear what you said. Let's start the fucking thing, <laughs> right, motherfucking no. <laughs> The most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need life with your host Ben and Dave coming to you live today. Grab your cup of dough and take some fucking notes. You bitch. And we're back. That was fucking tight. Hey, how to charge a client guide is available right now. Shop BWC.com. That's our sponsor for this episode. It's us, Black Window Cream. And you can get that guide and it's fire and we by the time you're listening to this, you can go to our Instagram and look at our highlights on our IG stories. Um, and we have some fucking amazing reviews that we've gotten from a lot of different people. So we packaged it into a little cool little thing that Dave's been working on with Ian. Um, but you can go read some of the reviews if you don't believe us because this thing's a motherfucking Bible. Oh yeah. So check that out. Um, okay. So I love early when we were trying to come up with a topic of what we wanted to talk about, you said the idea, um, you're like, okay, if, I was like, give me an example of what you mean. And right. you said, if Mary, if you went and shot for Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. right, which you have, and so have I. And if you go and shoot for her and you didn't sign a contract that said, like, I will not share content or blah, 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 but you shoot some fire photos and you just, you have an option. You could say, I'm going to, I want to ask my client, Mary's manager or whoever may have hired, hired you to do this. Can I share these or not? And they'll probably be like, yeah, it's cool. Share it or whatever. Approved. Like the text, that's your physical proof that this is okay for you to post of this legendary person who might not want her image shared. Right. But some people make the mistakes of just sharing straight out the gate. They just don't give a fuck. And they, and it, it becomes problematic, especially in the OG of the way the industry works, especially out here in this shit, because, um, it, you know, you never know, especially when you're shooting musicians, right? You never know who likes what about them. So you don't know if Mary doesn't like the right side of her face or something. I don't know. Maybe she's got like fucking an old nose piercing or something that she hates. You know what I mean? Or me. I don't know. Maybe you don't know that I don't like my teeth don't touch. So I don't want to show my bottom teeth. Right. And then the photos, the photos with it right in there with your bottom teeth. Yeah. And and I'm like, like, this photo's fire. And then you just post it. Someone thinks it's fire and they post it. And I'm just like, yo man, it's the ugliest shit you could ever get of me. But you think it's the illest shit. And it might be but right. I'm just self-conscious. You never know. And when we work with celebrities, you never know. I'm not saying that that's such fucking, I'm not saying that's a fun fact about Mary. <laughs> she doesn't like go inside of her face, but no. that's like the common, like artist thing, like musicians 
show my good side. Everyone always says that shit and that doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm like, all right, maybe, I mean, maybe they see something we don't and it bothers them. But if you went and just shared some shit, guess who's not getting the invite next week to the next event, right? Because you went and shared a photo or a video of unapproved shit. And that happens way more than you think. And I think a lot of these new creators come into the game, they're hungry and they want their chance and they get all this shit and they get this cool shit and then they just share it. They don't give a fuck. They just post facts. They post. Hey, look where I was. Look who I was with. Blah, 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 blah. And you're showing, you're, you never know who sees your shit and it might not need it. Maybe the artist doesn't see that you shared something about them, but their people do. And their people see that shit and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it happens to me all the time. I'll see stuff where people will share stuff or that won't properly credit certain things. And it's like, you have to ask them like, Hey man, can you make sure that you did this? Or Hey girl, I hate saying, Hey man, but I, Hey man, I call all people kids as well. So mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but you know, you have to ask for certain like, um, rules like, Hey, here's the rules when you share or when you do this job, don't share until I tell you it's okay. Right. Because it's an internal video. But you know what? I'm the only one that knows this is an internal video that we're shooting for a client. I guess I'm doing a bad job at setting this up. Hey, Dave, I would like to book you to shoot a job next week. Are you down? Yes. Cool. Be here at this time and this is what I need from you. I need a recap video and some fo- and 15 photos. Sick. You go and shoot. You get the recap video. You send it to me. We're all pumped. Two weeks later, you post all that shit on your Instagram. It may have been my fault that I didn't tell you not to share, right? Right. And I didn't. So you went and did it abs- right away. And if it was my fault for not telling you, I would hit you and be, Hey, can you take those down? Because guess what? The, that's all internal stuff. The sh- content that you got is of, of c- products that we're about to release next week. Right. So you just leaked all the shit or the album isn't coming out. The yet. album doesn't come out or yet. We're, we're, timing, we're timing it with a single on purpose. Exactly. And, and you just fucking jeopardize that. That's definitely like, especially in those situations, I think that's the producer or whoever's booking you's fault. But no matter what, you should always ask first. Like, hey, thanks for letting me work for you. Hey, like that, that person, or I would have never gotten the room without you. Is it okay if I share this on my Instagram or whatever the fuck? Right. And then people can tell you yes or no. But I think that's that's what I see happen most of the time. And that's what gets people uh, losing re- or breaking relationships or Definitely. whatever. I think uh, when you... It's just it's this tough thing because especially with the Instagram now, like creators want to show what the fuck they do or whatever. You go into a job and you're like, cool. When I come out of this, I'm gonna be able to post this. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's this like kind of feeling you have, even if it's like deep down or whatever. Right. You're like, you want the proof of the content. Right. Everyone wants to prove. Like it sucks, but you start realizing, especially out here, like there are a ton of jobs that no one else can know about, or like no, you won't be able to tell, you won't be able to share what you did, you won't be able to share what you created, you won't be able to share who you with or whatever, because you don't have the freedom to post the content. That's kind of frustrating sometimes, but you what you learn is like the relationship with the client is the most important thing mm-hmm. so is it is it is it valuable for me or is it worth it for me to send it and just post this photo so i could say i was with this person or i could say i could because sh- you know, it's not always just because you're with some person sometimes the content is fire and it's gonna you want it to showcase right but it's like is it worth it for me to do this so i can put it right here or is it worth it for me to just build a really long lasting relationship with this client who i could probably hire me three more times mm-hmm. or you know, is going to book me for a bigger gig or whatever. Right. And I think there's a trade off and it's like, it, there's gray areas sometimes. Cause it's like, cool. That's what I always I've thought about some of these photo- festival photographers. You know what I mean? If you just shoot festivals all day and you're working for the, you're, you're working for the, um, for the festival themselves or the, whatever company's putting on the festival, like you're not working for the artist directly, which means you kind of have this natural separation where it's like, you don't have to abide by the, the approvals of the actual artist necessarily unless likely the artists are like hey only 
only photos that can be shared are the ones that we approve, blah, blah, blah. And that's probably a stipulation that they'll tell you. But other than that, you probably have the freedom to do whatever you well, want. Well, yeah, you usually have those first three songs and that's exactly. kind of like anything goes. Anything get goes what there. you get and post what you post. Like, right. it's fine. We approve that. Like, then you're good. But yeah. if you stuck around after they told you don't post three because they know I wear this purple shirt and the fourth song and I'm sweaty as fuck during that moment and all of a sudden I see it all over Instagram on Complex and Double XL sharing and whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Who the fuck took that shit? And then they find they could black like people blacklist photographers and videographers all the time because people are getting content when they're unapproved. I get it. It's like if you don't ever think you'll be in that spot ever again, you're like fuck it, yo. I'm just gonna. I'm. They told me I can't shoot this show. I'm getting there no matter what. I'm bringing my camera. Yeah. Fucking hell yeah. I'm with that. I fuck with the, like because the, I don't want to interrupt, but I feel like this is there's certain moments where it's like remember it's always like uh, don't ask for permission or don't ask for permission ask for or whatever it is ask yeah, for forgiveness where it's yeah. like there are like sometimes it sucks because you'll know that just by asking the question you're gonna get shut down yep. and like you probably could have just not and everything would have been chilling but you have to know like when is when if there's a direct relationship this person hired you right even if they don't you don't have an obligation to them you that relationship is important uh and you flying by the face of like whatever standards are in place can jeopardize that right now if you want to be if you're going to a festival and you think you have an opportunity to become like there's a lot of festivals that happen in your area and you could be the potential person that they call on every single time they have a festival and they want you to be one of the main photographers or videographers or whatever going in and sneaking into the show probably a bad idea right going and getting unapproved photos probably a bad idea but if it's like a one-off like when i was at coachella with q schoolboy q and we're there and he had a show or whatever we went to see I don't know who the fuck was playing. And then we went to 50 cent 50 cent was like, no, no, no. 50 cent wasn't there. It was, uh, I don't remember who the fuck it was that was performing, but they kept L- bringing out L O cool J. Nah, I don't remember who AC- it was. Oh, no, it was Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. And they bad. were bringing out mad artists, like just one after next, like all these people were coming out. I'm yeah. like, damn. And I, I got into the pit because Q went before me and I was trailing behind. Cause I had like, I don't know what I was doing. And I get there and like, it was such a bitch to get inside this pit because he was already in this VIP section right up front, whatever. I, I was like, yo, I'm that artist photographer. Like I need to be at this with this dude. Like I have all, I have the past. I have everything I need. And they were like, no, 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 you can't have a camera. Can't have a camera. I don't give a fuck. I'll keep my camera in the back. All right, cool. They were for real about it. Like they didn't want no cameras out in the pit. And I was just standing there and everyone was going crazy. And 50 cent walks out and I'd never seen 50 perform. And I fucking love 50. And I was like, fuck it. And I grabbed my camera and I popped up. I waited, I waited specifically like for a moment. Like I, I didn't want to just start shooting just to shoot cause I knew I was gonna get shut down right away. And I waited and then 50 did some dope shit where it was right by me. It was the perfect time to get the perfect shot. Right. I fucking pulled up and the guy grabbed my camera. He's like, you're done, you're done, you're out of the pit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And I like, I left. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I went home, I got on my phone. I edited my photos real quick, posted them. And then, you know, fucking it's 50 reposted that shit. Fucking you, my you said, so it was 50 or it wasn't it's 50 like his no his, i'm saying was it, it was 50, 50 on oh, i thought you said it wasn't 50 no no, no 50, it wasn't 50 show but oh, 50, but 50 came, came out as like a fire. guest yeah and, and that i didn't care about filming or shooting anyone else but that was like the one moment and i didn't care because you know what coachella's not gonna fucking hit me up right because about that shit exactly and 50 probably who gives a shit they asked me for the photos so then they shared them it's that it's that um and that's the gray area that's like the the thing you, we're talking about is yeah. like that gray area like in you that situation f- who's your enemy who's your enemy the and security like, guard that doesn't give a fuck right. about your job or what you're going to do in the future exactly that, that's how you have to play and i think so many people like and the reason why i thought of this i wish i had to post but I, there's multi, there's been a plenty of posts in black on cream where it's like hey you know they they told me to come out to they told me to, i was able to shoot the show i shot for free 
Um, I didn't sign they, up. They, they didn't pay paperwork. me. They didn't pay me, and I didn't sign a contract. So I think it's my stuff. Like I should be able to post it. But then the the manager hits them up. And it's like, hey, you know, we told you to come out, but you can't. You have to wait till we post. Right. You know what I mean, or whatever. And like, there's that conflict where it's like, I think it's, it's just once you understand, and it's fucking sucks because there are plenty of videos and photos you'll have that just sit on your phone and you look at them and they're like, man, these are tight. But you you wish they could come out, but they can't. And you just moved here, so yeah. you don't even know the <laughs> right the worst of it. Like imagine shooting like a major music video and having to get shelved. Right. Do you know how many times that happens to fucking not just a director but an editor, a DP, a fu- the whole crew, everyone that depended on this being on the reel? They go there, they're proud of the work, and for some dumbass politic, whatever it is, video gets shelved. Do you know who doesn't go and just post it anyway? everyone on that job because they want more jobs and if right. they get if you're the director that just leaks your music video because you're upset and you want to show how cool your shit was and blah 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 no one will ever fuck with you again but i don't know how many times how many jobs how much shit is on my drives that will yeah. never go see the light of day and right. i know it like right. i just know it unless for some reason it's used for some shit in the future but like maybe when I 10, 15 years from now, I'm a, I'll be like, fuck it. Yeah. Because who knows? Like, you never <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like people share those ill ass shots of B- Biggie and Pac and right. all this shit. And it's like mad years long. Who knows if it was approved back then or whatever. But at this point there was like, yo man, this is legendary content and it doesn't do this person injustice. A- injustice. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, like it serves them. Yeah, yeah. It serves them and looks good. Like I know shit that is unapproved of mine is fucking fire in every aspect. Yeah. It just didn't get approved for whatever reason, just or because dude, it's too dude, late. Sometimes it's approved and everyone likes it and then it doesn't come out and it doesn't come and out. That's it. It happens. And just, that's just some part of it. And I can't I mean? just post, but you know who would, so many motherfuckers on Instagram because right. they fucking, they will die if no one knows that they were in the same club as Cardi B <laughs> last night. I need you to know, look at my Instagram stories plus this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, that's you're a dweeb. Do not do that shit. Do you want to work in this industry? I swear to God, do not do that shit because no one, will, it will catch wind and people will learn what kind of person you are and people will learn that you're a cloud chaser and that you need to be sitting there and you need to be in fucking getting everyone. It's cool. Okay, cool. You get invited to some of those events and you can. You Sweet. You can take a picture of whoever the fuck you want and post it and no one gives a fuck because you're just there. Right. Do that. Fuck it. Go have fun. There are plenty of people who make a wave by doing that type of shit. They make a whole wave, but there's people that literally like trip about not getting a shit approved and they get mad and they fucking are, are pissed and they're like, should I sue this person? Right. No, you are dumb. You are fucking dumb. Chill. At the end Chill. of the day, you got to realize and it, like the the content is like, like it's bigger than you in the sense of like, you're this person, but this person has an entire brand and image representation, like a representation, and they want to control what content comes out about them. Right. And they have that right. And you, we, and we may have a right. You may have a right in the sense of legal copyright or whatever, or legal ability to like have ownership and the ability to share on your photos. Right. But they probably have an, some argument in the sense of like their likeness, and you have to learn that like there's that battle, and you just have, and the more you just sit in your pocket and understand cool let me play by the rules which sucks sometimes but you play by the rules i feel like you win more you're gonna you get that. way more wins yeah. than you will else and th- have i talked about the little dicky job like that being my first experience of a fucking blow to the gut like nah do it please so d- when i was fucking starving basically and didn't have anywhere to live and shit and i finally got my first bag was directing the little dicky video that you've seen shit from before whatever little gr- or <laughs> little gronkowski <laughs> 
with Lil Dicky and Little Rob Gronkowski. And little Rob Gronkowski. And Little Antonio Brown <laughs> and Little Von Miller. And so all these superstar NFL players, Dicky who was popping at the time and like taking off in his career of like all this shit. And we had to make content and I fucking this is my first time getting the reins to direct like digital ad content that was going to be a big campaign fucking fat budget like overall budget was like upwards of a half a mil like after paying all these people and shit dumb money and I'm fucking terrified because I'm like oh god so I went and just fucking maximized my day I had 12 hours with my crew I had very little time with talent and I figured out how to link and log all that shit so I could maximize overlap, do all this stuff so I could get the most deliverables when my client only wanted like really one video. They wanted one video. And I came back to them with four videos. Like when I say videos, I'm talking about like sketch narrative content that was prepared and scripted and whatever. And they wanted one main one, four of those. Fuck four, four minute videos from one day. Fucking my ass and then also on top of that mad deliverable content that was like social bite-sized content which each had its own setup and took time and yeah those are fire you've seen them so there's like all this shit i spend three weeks i think on and off with little dicky editing them in the edit bay working my ass off making these videos. i'm crying laughing nonstop because it's content so funny and just making the illest shit i'm like oh my god this is fucking crazy like i just did this ea sports madden video with legends, this shit's about to blow. Like I'm gonna fucking go up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I get the call from my contact and he's just like, hey man, uh, they just fucking shelf the video. They've shelved everything. The whole project's done. Like we're not putting anything out anymore. And I'm like laughing, like what the fuck are you talking about? We've been doing this for two months, like been paid, right. money's been spent. And they're like, yeah, they there's some internal conflict between people at the top that didn't like this person or didn't like the artist or didn't want to work with whatever. I don't know what it was, the politics of it. He's like, everyone loves the content. It's just association with certain things. Like they just stopped it because they didn't think it was a good fit as far as the pe- people that they chose to work with on the job wasn't a good fit, some shit like that. And just literally were like, fuck it. And just like wrapped it up, put it in the vault, don't give a fuck. And I was like, I was, I wanted to fucking die because i'm like i already told everyone i did this shit yes i've been telling and that's one tip that's a tip keep your mouth shut because the more people you tell the more you feel like a fucking dumbass when you find out that you can't put that shit out that's the best tip of this whole podcast yeah i just did this i just did all this shot it's coming out i've I've ran into that so many fucking times to the point where if i get hit up about some shit i'm telling my very close people and that's it because they'll be proud of me that the opportunity came but when the opportunity goes away they understand that this shit comes and goes right and a lot of other people don't and then that's what makes you feel fucking bad about yourself like, oh god they think i'm a fucking loser because i didn't nah yep. but this shit came and went and it was like that and it was literally like they were pulling it and then we were like on our side and little dicky was very attached to this project so shout out to him because we went to bat on getting it fuck something to come out of it and they were like oh we don't want to do this we don't want to do that we're like we'll, we'll change this we'll change all this let's try it let's like let, we'll, let, how can we alter this project to make it come to life because at this point now it's about saving the project not about the comedy the comedy is dialed but it's like what if we change this can we change this get rid of this and uh long story short he, i think dicky like had a show in florida and went straight to ea's office and was like yo i need this shit to come out like i want this this is something i took a lot of time out of my day to like work on like i need this to come out and somehow they ended up green lighting one video to come out out of like 15 total videos, like the four main sketches, all this other shit. And they greenlit one video to come out. And then somehow a week later, greenlit a second one to come out. So we ended up having only two videos out of all this shit come out. 
and that was it and that, which was fucking awesome because i could at least now yeah, at post least, and yeah. talk about it and it was legendary as fuck right but like all this big rollout that we thought we we're gonna have over months with all this new content and just fucking dismissed and immediately like that and it was like literally like we don't care how much money we spend it just doesn't work anymore so fuck yeah. it that that's the weirdest thing to, to that's a crazy story and you think well, why do they spend all this money? Right. They're a multi-billion, exactly. 250,000, whatever money it is, is nothing to them. It's a spare tire. It does not fucking matter to these. It's more about image and fucking dick swinging than it is about anything else. And that's every company, every artist, every label, everyone, everyone you'll ever work with is always like that. So you literally got to keep your mouth shut. Just facts. don't tell people that you're doing dope shit. That's fact. Until it comes out. Yep. It's crazy, right? That's the best tip. Cause there's so many, that's what you get in the situation. Like, yeah, it's about to come out. I'm about to do this. Yo, I just did this, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's waiting for it. Like, yeah, it's about to come out and then it doesn't. And that you feel like shit, but you like tell no idiot. one, you tell no one, you know, it's part of the game. It goes away. You move in the next one. It's no big deal. Yeah. But I think, man, that's dope. It sucks. Right. But you, you all feel it soon. It's fucking coming. Trust <laughs> me. It's inevitable. It's going to hurt. And you're going to fucking hate it. But guess what? Listen to this podcast. And remember, I told you so just right. keep your fucking mouth shut. But when you, even when you keep your mouth shut, it still sucks. It still fucking sucks. It's depressing as shit when content you work so hard about shit. And you know what? That's why it's dope. That's why I respect this YouTube world that it's turned into like everyone on YouTube being able to create and curate content yeah, for themselves. So and shout out to even though I dog all these people for fucking their Instagrams and all the shit for fucking doing some wild shit, whatever it is like fuck it because you created a platform and got where you can post what you want to you post can post you can create what you yeah. want to create but so that fun. doesn't mean you can now you you might not get higher i was thinking about this the other day because i was thinking about how dope it is like look at look i always talk about logan paul because mm -hmm. he's one of the top ones to do it right and then his image is now tarnished as, as fuck for what he did in the mm -hmm. whole kill you know the person killed himself and he filmed it he filmed the dead body okay cool that done right but even with that, his fame is so big for his comedic shit that he does that he was starting to get movie roles. Now he's like, I'm an actor. I do all this stuff. But then I'm like, man, I bet it would be like really hard to see him pop up in a movie right now as any role. Yeah, no one no, will touch him. It would just, I don't think anyone would touch him. But even if he did, you know him so well because his platform's so big Max. that you would like, I don't know if you could like take take yourself out of it whereas you go on any movie now and it's like you know stranger things like if those kids were all fucking around on tiktok before they made stranger things would i take stranger things as serious or did they find some fresh talent that didn't exploit themselves right away and they grow did. a mad plat platform that's what they did no they did all those kids were famous before that no oh that's what i'm saying that's, i'm agreeing with yeah, you. yeah yeah right so it's like i don't know it's interesting no yeah i mean i that's an interesting topic but yeah i mean they they can that's the cool thing about I mean, dude if you want to have your own platform create your own content do whatever the fuck you want and that's what we struggle with too it's like if you want to post shit just create i wish we had more i wish i create i wish i created more for myself right. shot more shit did more things on but the we're side. creating this which is dope because right. this this is what i think it's i just said it on twitter the other day i'm like i feel so depressed because i don't create i haven't been creating anything for myself and that bums me out but at the same time we're creating this thing which i think is going to be mad fucking huge yeah, it's, it's a different form of creating it's a different form of creating it's giving other people a place to create their shit but like i think uh we uh, do we talk i think we talked about casey neistat once did we use like an audio recording of him before in a podcast yeah we did we talked about um I think we talked about it in like structuring your days or some shit. I don't remember. He, but he was oh, talking about yeah, how he structures yeah, yeah. his days and he's like from eight to nine, I do this. From Maximize nine to blah, blah, blah. But what I want to get to is his story is like the epitome of why I value, why I like this YouTube shit or why I respect people that find a way to create their own lane because it's very hard to fucking do. But Casey, if you do not know who Casey Neistat is, I don't know how, go find him watch any videos but the way he became popular on youtube was because he was already crushing it on the internet randomly before youtube was like what it is and 
got found by HBO, wrote, starred, directed in, directed, directed, wrote, and starred in his own TV show that premiered on HBO. But the biggest thing that was interesting to me was he went through and got it. It came out. That motherfucker came out on HBO, but it came out at like 11 or mid- midnight on like a random ass day, like a weekend or some shit when no one was watching HBO. And it took him like three years from start to finish for the show to come to life. Start, do all the pre bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Shoot it, edit it, get it all greenlit, blah, 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 blah. Finally premiere it, it comes out, gets a shitty slot at night and most people didn't even really know about yeah. it. But you're on, you have a show that goes out on green, uh, HBO. You got fucking a big bag probably, a right. fat bag from HBO. Mm-hmm. But still he was like, yo, it, it frustrated me to the point where I, then I just went and made a video and posted it on YouTube because I became in control. I was in control of my creative, which I, was the same thing for HBO. It just had to be dealt with with a bunch of suits had to fucking pick it at, pick at it and shit. And then I go to YouTube and I can just, tell stories and post them tomorrow and make my little movies and yeah. I'm in control and I know when they go live and I can talk to the fucking fans that listen to me and I can communicate and see these people and talk to these people and I'm like yo fuck I hate getting shut down so that's one way I could go to not do that shit right and, and that's the same thing we talked about with I, I love that because that brings us to what we talked about with create for yourself that morning roast it's called what? create for yourself create for yourself yeah and the idea of like um, was that the podcast with Casey in it uh, no. Oh, this is a sidebar. But it's, it's, it's like, it's like we talked about Kavika where it's like, if you, the best thing you can do is make your own, when you're making your own stuff to like push yourself, then you have all the freedom, you right. know? And it's like, why wait? Like, it's, it's crazy. Cause you know, half of the passion or more like half it, you, you should be happy with just creating for the sake of creating. Right. We talk about that. We're like, you're happy. You're fulfilled because you created the video and you shot the photo or you, right. you the process of it, right? But the other half or 30% or 40% is just the sharing part, you know? And part of the art of creating this stuff is we want other people to see it. So when that's taken from us, it sucks, right? Because like, and then you might think like, oh yeah, who cares, you know, if you just care about people seeing it. But I feel like that's actually part of the art form. Part it of the is. art form is creating it and then letting someone see it, right? Mm-hmm. That's like half half the, uh, yeah. the passion we have. Yeah, so yeah. And so when you're working for this shit in this industry or whatever, there you have these people that are like interrupting that process they're interrupting they're like they're like uh you know holding the creative down they're they're nitpicking at things they're they're interrupting the process all this stuff and you just have to learn from that but then you as sometimes you have that little passion that kind of wanes a little bit because you because you're you're not have the having the freedom to just post or share or, or do whatever you want creatively right not that, that's why i think it's so dope when i see like people like kavika or, or anyone on when i follow them and they're just going out and just creating shit like off the top of their brain and just doing stuff for themselves on the side of their projects mm-hmm. to fulfill that itch and like really keep, like do something where no one has to tell you like there's nothing better when you can make something and no one can tell you what to do with it because right. it's yours right and that that's so tight and we, when you start working so many client jobs you like lose that passion and i think it's important to try to like get to that point you know well and i think eventually over time clients will start to recognize your worth and what you do and at that point they will allow you right. to become creative free creatively free so when you're being you're being brought on the job it's not necessarily like all right what do you want me to do and they say we want you to do xyz they say come do what you do facts and that's what they and that's the goal yeah that's the goal it's always the goal it's like showing your value and allowing people to to pay for that or i think, to allow I think that creating for yourself is important too in that because we talked that topic that you just said is in a, a morning roast called investing in your name and in in that i got it from the rios podcast you really have a photographic memory you remember, he remembers the most random shit. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I don't know. 
fucking yeah, I should remember yeah this. sorry i don't know <laughs> no nah, I, I just you would remember it too you just you're dory and i do not have a photographic memory bro <laughs> but uh investing your name is like uh is that like that's the goal right you want to get to the point where i i and we talked about that it's like i hire i'm hiring you ben because i fuck with what you do right. i saw the b and j tour and i want that shit right right, right? right yeah and then you get to come on and you get to for example we went to nct right they hired you because they wanted a video like we made and and you're like this is what i do i yeah. go on stage right i go behind right. and they didn't let you do that and you're that's yeah. kind of stupid right it was dumb as fuck right but like when you do like when you try so hard to create for yourself and also try to put yourself into work like you will get to that point where you should have your own style that people come to and they're like, and, and when you create, they want to share and they want to share your content because they came to you for that. You know what I mean? So it's like, damn, that's fucking funny. The NCT thing, right? NCT one, two, seven, look them up. They're fucking lit as shit on YouTube. But that's goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this podcast was like, all right, who, who's my enemy at right. in that case? Who was my enemy? Because when I got there, they're flying me plus my assistant second shooter, like a team right. more than they're more value me that much that they would give me you right. to come out and create the things that they saw that I did that they liked. Yeah. Cool. Go, cool. we go. And then I'm saying, all right, Hey, I want to, cause I also, I couldn't speak, uh, whatever the fuck Korean. And, Korean. And I couldn't talk to them that easily about like what I needed. And so I had a uh, interpreter and the interpreter doesn't really know shit about what I do. So they're just, I'm just like, Hey, so I need this to be able to do that. And they're like, okay. And then they asked and they'd be like, uh, yeah, they said, yeah, for this, but no for that. And I'm like, no, no, I need to be able to go on stage. I, I, I know exactly the safe spots I could shoot from and I won't be up there all that that long I, I just need to get a couple shots and then i would even show like examples like see when i'm on stage with beyonce i get footage like this and this is why it's cool right and then they'd be like oh okay and then they go ask and then they'd be like no they said no because the other team said it's not safe and and i'm like no it's totally fucking safe like you guys have me who who is telling you no and it was just it was the communication wasn't there yeah i think it was lost in translation it was but also like it's still frustrating because I think they just didn't get what but it was. That's when I had to pick my enemies. So I right. say, all right, cool. So I'm going to get all my other shots uh, in the venue and everything I could possibly get. And we had a plan. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, and I'm going to try to make like two attempts during certain moments to go on stage and say, fuck it and go get these shots. Right. Because my enemy at that time was if I made the stage manager mad, that's okay because I'm probably never going to ever see that stage manager again. And I'm fighting to get good content that they will enjoy a week from right. now and you're fighting to get the content that they hired you for they hired me for but they just don't understand so if i go on the stage and they look at me like this guy's fucking dumb like why is he listening to our rules like we never want to work with him again that's fine but you're going to see the edit and then realize those were the moments that made it right that's what made it look massive that's what made their show look so great whatever it was you know mm -hmm. so we had to like fight and do all that shit and i'd do it and then they'd yell at me and then it, i'd go to the other side yeah. and i'd do it again they'd yell at me and then i got enough that i was good so it was like but you had to pick you know i had to pick my choose my battles like now you know, if I, if I wasn't, wasn't invited there, if I, if they didn't want me to come to get content that I normally do, like, and I, I just sent it just because they would be fucking furious. Like they could just come in. You're just, just a random person. Yeah. That, but like, you know what I mean? Like if you were just like a local photographer, found your way on stage, just sent it and went across the stage. They'd be like, yo, who the fuck yeah, is that? The fuck are, All of a sudden you're tackled. tripping people over. You yeah. don't know the rehearsal. You don't know, you don't know the cues. You don't know when pyro is. You don't know when fucking steam and shit's blowing up. Like, you can really fuck up some shit. So anyway, you that's, have that's, to, a, that's a great way to end too, because guess what? That video, guess what happened to that video? I don't know. I don't know if it's out, but yeah, we, we keep, we, we check every once in a while <laughs> to see if they ever posted it, but I don't but know. But we went all the way there, did all that work two days straight. And we and just, I always search NCT one, two, seven, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I think they said they're going to do it like a, 
a recap after the I don't know. I don't know, I don't, but the video's fire, so if it comes out, we'll share it. It's really hard to find. Yeah, I might just post that shit and say fuck them. Yeah, actually, fuck this podcast. Let's just share <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Um, definitely make sure to check out the How to Charge a Client Guide. Shit is fucking doing some numbers. We're proud of that fucking thing. So if you want to get it, over 50 pages uh, is the Bible to learning how to upgrade yo. I don't know what I was saying. Money game. Yeah, your money game. Um, and, and definitely make some more bags when you're charging your next client. I think so. The theories are dope. There was one dude that sent um, a fucking really cool review. Do you have that screenshot? Um, I have some. Here. I don't remember you what he said. Some? Yeah, he's, just read the one with the, the $7,000 one. He basically. Uh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Give me a second. Should I just not talk? <laughs> just not talk. But basically, this guy said this was his first time ever making getting paid more than $5,000 on a job for, I think he's a videographer, but it's his first time doing it. And he said that the um, outlining the, the line items, which we talk about in the guide. Do you want me to read it? Um, he said that that saved him, yeah. What, what was like this? Yeah, you can summarize it. you want me to just read it? Is it mad long? It's kind of long. Basically. Uh, yeah, what's the basic? The Yeah, I don't give the, a fuck. He read, he read the guide and it made him understand why he hasn't been charging enough. He didn't know how to build his proposals. Um, so he had a gig with this uh, Colorado State Institution, and he, you know, he was like, "Okay, these guys have the budget." Mm-hmm. And so he thinks it was the, pro- the the proposal that he like the proposal part of it that he had what well, didn't have locked, and he implemented that what he learned in the guide. And so he says, after two, close to two years of freelancing, this is the first five thousand dollar plus gig I've gotten. This group has been instrumental in providing little tips and tricks and ways to boost my creativity and profitability. Thank you, Ben Haggerty, for building such a dank outlet for learning, growing, and creating. And then he 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 screenshotted his his uh, his price breakdown that he, like that we teach how to how to do in the uh, in that part of the guide, and he made seven thousand seven hundred dollars. Boom. So, so if you if you're sitting here questioning yourself, should I spend twenty five dollars, man? Fucking don't ride Uber spend, for two spend, weeks. Spend twenty five dollars, then go make seven thousand. Yeah, or go make go, go. You make that back easy. That return on investment is insane. We just wanted to provide some new insight and some theories on how you can really figure out how to how to talk to your clients and get more money out of them because it's possible and you're just not thinking about it that way. So read that shit, do yourself a favor, and make some more bread this month. All right, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. We will see you uh, next week because we do this shit every single Wednesday and Sunday. Thank you. Bye.